So you're probably familiar with Square. It's a Square payment processor. You take somebody's card, you swipe or you tap. Um, a lot of small business owners or solopreneurs start off with this. This is like their um, kind of like lead magnet. They give you a free payment processor, so cool. And then they take 3% of every transaction you make. Woo! So super cool, right? Um, a lot of people, once they get that and they're getting the money coming in, they're feeling cool. Um, they'll want a website, right? So maybe you're like a, a little farm stand and you've been taking, you know, square payments or you're some new hipster Brooklyn coffee shop and you started taking square payments or, you know, you sell pins or something at the, at the, like at festivals, something, whatever, you know, I'm talking about like small, maybe there's a couple people involved, right? Uh, really low budget. So that's where Squarespace is something that's really, really a good tool um, just to get started. You can put your whole catalog on there really easily and it's super templated. It's got really good templates. So if you wanna get a website up in a day and you don't even know how to build websites, go to Square. And right? don't forget to like, subscribe, smash that follow button, smash that notification button, pow! Welcome to our next episode of Late Night E-Commerce. We've got our boy Thad and your girl Rachel. Hey, Thad! Hi! Rachel, just hit the slopes, of course, you know, in Salt Lake. Gotta do it. It's a Friday. Um, and tonight, what we're going to be talking about is different website building platforms and which ones you should use. So uh, we know there's a lot of website platforms out there, and it can be kind of overwhelming to know which one you want to use. Um, so tonight we're just going to be going through four of them. Um, we're just going to be going through Webflow, Squarespace, Shopify, and WordPress. Um, these are the four platforms we're most familiar with and that we feel are the most useful for you guys. Um, so without further ado, let's get to it. Um, I'm just going to start talking about Webflow first because it's kind of like that new kid on the block. It's been around for a while, but um, I know a lot of designers really like it. And so with Webflow, you know, it's something that it's going to be really hard to do yourself if you don't have a background in UX, user experience or UI, you know, user interface design. If you don't understand that and you've never really built a website or you've only built an HTML um, or HTML5 and CSS and you're, and you're only familiar with that. And if none of this makes sense, don't use Webflow or pay someone to do it. But the, if, if you are familiar with these things, <laughs> Webflow is, um, it's going to be somewhere where you can make the designs look super good. And so if you're talking to a real serious designer, designer, this is somebody like who they went to school for it. They're just like hipster with the glasses and like, you can tell they're a designer. They, they love it. They're like, they geek out on all of the stuff. You don't even know what they're saying. Um, this is a this is a platform for them, um, and it's really good for just making your stuff look awesome. Like it looks really amazing, right? So if you want to have a really 
well-designed site that looks really nice. I mean, it's just as functional, but like looks really nice. This is a great place to do that. Um, I mean, if you have had HTML experience, like you can use it, but there's a learning curve. So beware of that. But I will say um, it does give you the best kind of bang for your buck for being able to design different you know, aspects of content is still kind of a drag and drop, but it gives you some, um, I would say just even the interface for moving things around on your site is like really useful for the designer. It's just, it gives you more tools without breaking it down to the point where it's just like coding. So it's not like a, a developer who's sitting there, you know, trying to type it. Cause we've all seen sites that a developer made that, and you know, they know nothing about design, but they know code right. and, it, it's like, you, it's like, dude, we know you took a class in college and you think you can design now, but it's just not going to work out. Right. Um, you know, stick to your financial modeling or whatever. So it's also a good content management system. <laughs> Speaking from experience here. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, they also like, you know, if you don't know how to use it, but you're really stoked on the design, they have really good tutorials and everything. But it's going to take a lot of time and um, it's kind of expensive. So like if you're doing e-commerce specifically, it's a little bit more expensive. Um, so they have an e-commerce plan with no transaction fees and it starts at $79. So like if you're more on a budget and you're doing e-commerce, um, you might want you might not want to go with Webflow, you might want to go with Shopify because that starts at $29. And I know my guy Thad knows a lot about Shopify. So can you tell us a little bit about what's good? Yeah, for sure. So um, first, let me just say, it's good to see everybody again. Good to see you again, Rachel, as always. It seems like it's been like a week or so. (laughs) I had to, I had to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, um, so Shopify, when people think about Shopify, they think e-commerce, right? And that's what this this uh, web this uh, podcast and and what our groups are mainly about. Shopify is, you know, if not the top uh, used e-commerce platform, it's certainly up there, probably at least number two. Um, it's very user friendly, but it's not just a website builder, right? If you just say I want to build a website, you probably aren't going to be looking for Shopify. If you want to sell products. You should be absolutely looking at Shopify, especially if you're not, Rachel, as you mentioned, a coder, a developer, somebody that really gets into the HTML and the CSS and all of these things that you can really do some really incredible stuff. But you want to be able to manage your site. Like you said, the the prices start at about 30 bucks a month. Um, It has a lot of pseudo drag and drop features, meaning it's templatized. Um, and so all you have to do is point and click, insert, insert pictures, insert products, and off to the races. So um, it's very powerful in that regard in that you can be up and running. I mean, if you've done one before, you can be up and running in a couple of hours. You know, If you've never done one before, it might take you a few days, but literally it is not a months and months build-out process, if, even if you've never done it. So um, that's kind of the benefits of Shopify is it's easy, it's user-friendly, one of the largest benefits, though, is the fact that you're not maintaining the site in terms of updating anything. Shopify handles all of that for you, so you don't have to worry about updating plugins, updating apps. All of the app developers, if you want functionality in Shopify beyond the base, 
they maintain all of that for you. It happens behind the scenes. You don't have to do anything. So it's very powerful in that regard. Um, one of the, some people would say the drawback in that power is that Shopify has a base of functionality, but if you want anything beyond that, you're going to be installing apps. And again, that powerful feature comes into play, but there's a cost associated with that. So if you're not maintaining everything yourself, if you're adding a lot of apps for functionality, there's a monthly service fee. So that $30 can be ramped up relatively quickly, depending on what kind of functionality you want to add. So it's something to be aware of. It's not a it's not a budget killer. You're not going to be spending thousands of dollars a month. You can have an incredibly powerful user experience for your customers um, and still be under a few hundred dollars a month. So, uh, you know, I don't mean to scare people and say this is super expensive, but it's not it's not a, a budget killer. Um, but also along those lines, make no mistake, there is a learning curve to it. Shopify is designed to be new user friendly, um, but it's not it's not just a you know point and click. What you see is what you get. There is a little bit of a learning curve, but again, it's fairly user friendly. And I know some people say that it's not, uh, but I would say that it is fairly user friendly. In fact, I've spun up stores for people um, who wanted to uh, us to do it, and then ended up saying, well, you know, I think I can figure this out. And, you know, it took them a little bit of time, but they were able to figure that out and they're not technical people like we are. So um, I, I believe that it is fairly user-friendly with a little bit of effort and and um, desire to learn it, especially Absolutely. in the e-commerce space. And, you know, if you are like, okay, computers scare me, I just need a website, <laughs> um, then, you know, maybe, right, maybe you're looking more towards something like a Squarespace now that's like one of the most basic ones you can set up. So you're probably familiar with Square. It's a Square payment processor. You take somebody's card, you swipe or you tap. Um, a lot of small business owners or solopreneurs start off with this. This is like their um, kind of like lead magnet. They give you a free payment processor, so cool. And then they take 3% of every transaction you make, woo! So super cool, right? Um, a lot of people, once they get that and they're getting the money coming in, they're feeling cool, um, they'll want a website, right? So maybe you're like a, a little farm stand and you've been taking, you know, square payments or you're some new hipster Brooklyn coffee shop and you started taking square payments or, you know, you sell pins or something at the, at the, like at festivals, something, whatever, you know, I'm talking about like small, maybe there's a couple people involved, right? Uh, really low budget. So that's where Squarespace is something that's really, really a good tool um, just to get started. You can put your whole catalog on there really easily and it's super templated. It's got really good templates. So if you wanna get a website up in a day and you don't even know how to build websites, go to Square, go to Squarespace. It's a great place to get started. I will say though, it has a lot of features that you will have to pay for. And so the, like the thing about Square is they're really good warning. They're really good at making you think, wow, this is so good for the value. This is like free, I love this. And then you wanna add a new feature and it's like, oh, this is gonna cost a lot of money. And it's gonna cost way more than um, another like integration, so like another software that might integrate with another website builder way easier and they're just going to be like we we don't integrate 
we do it all in-house. And then they're going to charge you a lot for it. So as you scale, I will say Square may not be the best place to go. Like it is as you scale, it costs way more. And you, if you have plans of growing your store beyond a small business, um, it's, yeah, it's, it can become expensive very quickly. So I will say that, but if you're okay with like everything kind of being boxed up and, and you really like that it's all in one, so you don't have to think very hard, which makes sense if you're just uh, owning your business by yourself and it's just you, well then great, you know, you can do that um, and, and pay for this, pay for these kinds of um, templated software, whether it's like, you know, um, like blogging or scheduling or like, I don't know, like content management, photo galleries, and like email campaigns. I mean, like it's got, and it's got templated stuff within that too, which is super useful. So if you're like, want to be handheld all the, all along the way, I would say Squarespace is a really good place to start. Um, but at scale, it's just not, it's just not where you want to be. So if that's where you're at, you want to do it yourself, you don't want to pay anybody, you know, <laughs> that Square is a great place to start, but just know like they are taking payments from you that are just less visible. So like the transaction fees, you know, like the, the, like building on the software that goes on to it is, is a lot more expensive than other sites. So just be aware of that. Cause sometimes when you think something's cheaper, it's not actually cheaper you know, like over, over time. Right. Um, but that's, that's just, that's what I have to say about it. I mean, it's good for e-commerce and, um, you know, if that, if you've just got, if you just want to get started, don't want to pay anybody solopreneur, great place to start. If you have little to no website experience, I would say. That's a great point. And, you know, along those lines, Rachel, the, the kind of polar opposite of that if you have some technical experience or a lot, um, if you have an, you know, a store already, but you want to scale it, uh, one of the platforms that we work with a lot uh, on the other side of that spectrum is WordPress. Uh, it's kind of the polar opposite of both Squarespace and Shopify in that it's not really just a website. It's, a, it's another content management platform. Um, you can do a lot with it, but beyond blogging and yes, you can have a web presence. You can have e-commerce through it with uh, the WooCommerce plugin. Um, but the power of WordPress comes in also its frustration factor. And, and that is that you are solely responsible for everything going on in your WordPress site. So if apps need to be updated, you've got to do that. Yes, the developer might put out an update to the plugin, but they're not going to update your site for you, which would happen on a place like Squarespace or Shopify. So you've got to do those. That maintenance can be daunting. Um, but the again, the power of WordPress is because it's open source. So there's no charge to just go get WordPress, the foundation, the building block. There's no charge for that. So it's open source. It's out there. That means there are a ton of plugins available for WordPress. And unlike Shopify, where you'll find that if, let's say, I want a pop-up to come up on my website and uh, it's an age checker, you must be 21 to enter this site, it's likely that the app developer has tried to build in ways to monetize that beyond just the plugin that pops up and says you must be 18 years or older or 21 years or older. So they've got all these other functions and features that are built into it because they're trying to provide value, and I get that. 
with WordPress, you might say, that's all I want. You can go find a plugin that's awesome, and that it's just that. that. That's all it does. You don't have to pack. They're not trying to bundle in and package all these other things. You can certainly find plugins that do that. But in general, if you want a very specific function, you can get it uh, because it's open source. So I can develop for it. Rachel can develop for it. Anyone can can develop for it. So in that sense, if I can think of something I want, either you can probably already find a plugin or you can make it very powerful. Absolutely. And I've done that myself where I've, you know, had to create a plugin. Like I've just edited the hard code in the plugin and just, you know, made it work for whatever I was working with. So if that's something you feel you can do, great. <laughs> if not, if you don't know what I just said, do not try that. You will get lots of warnings on your um, on the platform. Not yeah, <laughs> you will. But but also the power of that is you can hire companies like Rachel's to come in and do that for you, and you can get exactly what you want, the exact functionality. In fact, we have a client. Um, that has exactly that they you know they they say can we have this functionality out of the box no but we can develop that for you sure so the answer can often be yes because you can just develop it whereas on shopify or squareface squarespace these other platforms you can't always do that so there is that benefit the other benefit with wordpress is that you're not limited by where your site is hosted you control it you own the data you own all of it so if you don't like paying the $30 a month to Shopify, you don't have a choice. You can't just move your Shopify site. It, it belongs to Shopify. It is, a, it is a closed system, if you will. Whereas with WordPress, if you don't like the host that you're on, maybe HostGator is too expensive and you want to go find somebody like WordKeeper, you can. If you want to go you know, to a completely different host, you own all of that data. So you can literally just take the files from the server and put it on another server. Um, so you have a lot more control in that regard. And, and that's one of the benefits of WordPress that, that you're not limited by the platform you're sitting on. Absolutely. And I think that's important that you own your data and your content because sheesh, we know how much these companies are making on us, you know, <laughs> with our data. So if you want to fight the power, you know, and take some of that, <laughs> it takes a little extra work, but um, it might be worth it in the long run so that you can keep that content and repurpose it um, and use it elsewhere. But um, I think we've pretty much covered all of the platforms, well, not all the platforms, there's so many platforms out there, but we've covered, we've covered some major ones that we think are important. Um, I hope you guys found this useful. You can check us out now on Google Podcasts, actually. We are now live on Google Podcasts. Um, so make sure to check us out wherever you get your podcasts. We're live on YouTube. and Well, we're not live on YouTube, but we're on YouTube. And we're usually live on Facebook, not this week, because um, our boy Thad is actually moving. Uh, so this one's pre-recorded. Yes, that is moving cross country. <laughs> I'm, I'm going back to the snow. I, I've been living in the uh, beautiful Southern California area for some time now. I'm heading back to the mountains of Lake Tahoe. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I love it there. I grew up there. It's a good place to be. So uh, thank you for bearing with me while, uh, while I'm out next week, but um, we'll be back live the following week. I don't even know what date that is. What date is that, Rachel? What date is that? Well, it's the seventh, so it probably oh, well, today is the seventh. Let's see. So we usually air on Monday, so it'll probably be the seventeenth. Yeah, that we'll is. we'll be back live on the seventeenth, guys, and and thank you so much. And if I realize that this was kind of a short 
four hits, boom, boom, boom. If you have questions, please drop them in the groups. Please comment on the videos that you see, whatever platform they're on, and uh, we'll be sure to answer your questions. We love seeing you guys here. Thank you for the love and support. Uh, it's just been amazing to see this grow in the last few weeks. So thank you guys so much. Absolutely. And right. don't forget to like, subscribe, smash that follow button, smash that notification button. Pow! Get in there. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And we will see you guys live on the 17th. All right. Then cool. we can...